0: I used to drive all over town for low prices, but now I let Walmart's incredible new Savings Catcher do the work for me. I just enter my Walmart receipt online, and Savings Catcher does the
1: rest. It compares the prices I paid for items at Walmart with advertised prices from other top stores in my area. And if Savings Catcher finds a lower advertised price, Walmart gives me the difference on an e-gift card. Now that's my kind of work. Introducing Savings Catcher from Walmart. Go to walmart.com slash savings catcher for details. Eligible items only. Restrictions apply.
0: It's not over till it's over! (laughs) The
2: war is not over till it's over. It's not over till it's over. It ain't over till it's over. It's not over
0: till it's over.
2: There you go. Way to to catch up.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Season 4, episode 11 and... No, uh...
2: I'm not going to say the number because every time I say the number, it's wrong and someone gets mad at iTunes.
0: Well, it's the last two. So the it's last 11 two. and 12.
2: 11 and 12. The last two episodes yes. of season four. <laughs> Maybe um, it's just you, Nando. It's just nice. <laughs> one of them is called Shoot the Moon.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And the other one
2: called Space Oddity. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Well,
3: uh-huh. uh, well. we're going to break it down. We're going to break it down kind of we're down. gonna we're gonna inter- interconnect the episodes. We'll try to isolate a couple of things um first and foremost, let's isolate the return of Lexi, which was the big question, how's she gonna be received and ooh, brutal yeah, very brutal.
2: Your overall thoughts uh, you know it was weird for me because I feel like. Everyone's, I don't know, everyone was all over the place in the beginning of this episode. I, I really like the beginning when the whole separation between Pope and Weaver, you know, Pope obviously going for the gun, doing a th- typical Pope thing, which is, which, which I love later on in the episode to make fun of him for it, you know, which is going in and just rushing, rushing ahead to conclusions and trying to get a rifle to shoot, uh, to shoot Lexi. Meanwhile, Tom's having this big conversation. At first, I, I really love the two scenes back to back, like right, right alongside each other with Tom talking to Lexi, but, you know, Tom I guess the big reveal is that Tom can't trust Lexi and neither can Anne. And and they just kept waffling on the situation. I, I get I get all the aggravation that Tom's going through and the fact that he trusted Lexi and Lourdes is dead. Man, everyone cared so much about Lourdes this episode. I know. What? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, Lourdes. I'm like, she was a pain in the ass for the last two seasons and everyone... The memory is, of Lourdes, though, I know. is beautiful. Apparently the memory of Lourdes is beautiful because she's like a martyr to everybody. Never it's mind the fact that she was infected last season.
0: It's like an ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend. You only remember the good things. You yeah. don't remember how it really was with them and why they became an ex.
2: So like, yeah, Never mind the fact that Lourdes, they all, all of a sudden loved Lourdes and how dare she kill Lourdes. Uh, who even she said she was releasing her from her pain. I think that meant for the audience too, actually. She was releasing her from our <laughs> pain too. Uh, but it, that, that was the only thing that confused me a little bit. I, I get the whole symbolism. I get that Tom doesn't trust her. It's, it, you know, it kind of plays into it later on in the episode uh, when it gets all freaky and dreamy but, uh, but that was the only thing I didn't like about it just the fact that Tom and Anne her parents are actually saying I don't trust her
0: and yet Weaver's the one that tells Anne, hey, uh, she might be really helpful, actually, for this mission. We should really cons- reconsider not trusting her.
2: Weaver's the, po- the yeah, v- yeah, Weaver's the voice of reason. And then, of course, Pope goes to try and shoot her. And, of course, because she can control gravity, she stops that bullet. And when Tom goes over to talk to uh, Pope after pretty much telling Lexi he can't trust her, you know, you almost think they're going to bond a little bit. And he's just, like, berating Pope again. Like, you crossed the line. It's like you That's re- what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah, you stole my note because we watched together. In <laughs> but I just thought that was like the one moment where Pope and Tom may agree on something. I get it that Pope was a little, little too, um, you know, just a little too headstrong there. But they could have agreed on something, and instead, Tom defends uh, Lexi in front of you know my
0: Pope. family, my problem. Yeah, <laughs> what? So, but then, then he did really the same confusing.
3: thing. He did the same thing against uh, Ben and Hal, where he was like, "Yeah, she's back. Whatever."
2: Yeah. And It was like okay. It was just so like I said, everyone was all over the place. I couldn't I couldn't get a read on these characters. I just felt well, a I don't lot think what they everyone
3: was. I think it was just Tom who was just and Anne a little bit. Well, Anne was she was just torn. Yeah.
2: Well, I guess she was and torn. Then she, and then as
3: soon as she flipped the switch, it was like okay, you know, we let's do this. This is the right thing to do. I don't know if I can trust her or not. Mm. Let me ask you this. <laughs> <laughs> She's laughing. hopefully has an answer prepared. But, would this have, would this episode be more enjoyable if we didn't have the dramatic irony of knowing that Lexi is
2: good? I'm just laughing because I knew your question.
3: I know. Uh. (laughs) Because I told you to write it down. What do you mean
0: by that? Like with the whole dream?
3: Yeah, with everything because ultimately they're questioning, is Lexi good? Is Lexi bad? And as an audience member, we're like,
2: oh, she's got, she's good. Phil came up with this question as Lexi was putting Tom into the cocoon talking about the whole life support and being all really freaky you know kind of weird with crazy eyes saying sweet dreams and yeah was sweet dreams with- and like
3: that's the last thing you said to Lourdes yeah. and
2: all this stuff and it would have been like all that freaky like weird stuff like we kind of know we know she's good
0: like all of a sudden are we like oh no wait what, why would she is say she- that is she really gonna kill him or yeah,
3: yeah so I, I feel like if we had not the dramatic irony then it would have it played even better It's just, you know, again, I'm fine with the way it did. I I, I have no qualms with it. I'm just saying hypothetical definitely would have been better.
2: The one one problem with this, well, I wouldn't call it a problem, but the one challenge with this show for me is that because it's a Steven Spielberg production and because it's such a family-friendly show, I just can't – I couldn't see Lexi being bad even if they didn't project it. That she was good in last in last week's episode, I couldn't mm-hmm. I couldn't see it. So would it change things? Uh, maybe in a sense that I'd have to have a little more faith that the show is going the way I think it's going. But ultimately, again, I just feel like it's such a family friendly show, and 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 the themes of family are so prominent in this show that I just can't see a family member ultimately turning on someone and being evil. As I put quotation marks behind it. Fair enough. Yeah. I Roy. think Royal.
0: I'm just I'm fascinated with your guys' discussion right now. <laughs> it's really entertaining.
2: She was not watching the show we were. We were no, watching. No, I apparently. agree. With,
0: yeah, I wasn't watching with you guys. I, yeah. This first episode, it definitely was like you mentioned, very family oriented. And I knew, like mm-hmm. you said, Steven Spielberg, it's not going to go down a dark pathway where they'd have to kill their own family member. I wanted them to have to have to do that, which mm-hmm. is why I was really happy Pope stood up and he. This is not me being biased, but Pope actually tried to kill Lexi. To me, I thought that was the darkest it was going to get. Was somebody actually trying to kill her?
3: Yeah, but it did, to a certain extent, did get darker because as
2: they're walking. Uh, Just so much hatred from everybody. Yeah, even Matt. That was kind of awesome in a way. (laughs) I liked. I actually liked seeing all that hatred. I like you know because I don't think I've ever seen that from half of these characters. Like really, they didn't even have that hatred toward Lourdes (laughs) when she was infected. Um,
3: And what was great, it culminated with up to Hal being like, "Hey, here's some poison, bro. (laughs) If you need it, you got
2: it." Yeah, Hal calls him bro. (laughs) Hal <laughs> calls his dad, bro. Here's some poison, bro.
0: When he handed him the needle... I <laughs> can't I'll tell die. his
2: bro, bro, because then...
0: <laughs> when Hal handed the needle, I mm-hmm. thought he was telling Tom, if you get captured, inject yourself and kill yourself so you don't get tortured.
2: No, that wasn't no, it. That That's wasn't what it. I thought
0: he was going down, nope. and then he says to use it against Lexi. No, that
2: was against oh, Lexi. okay. Against the weapon, because nobody trusted her still.
0: I, my question is, how did Hal think that Tom would actually be able to do that? If he's in a situation where he has to use a needle... How would he be able to get close enough and be like, hey, Lexi, what's that over there? Poke? Well. And kill her that way? Or was it just a, hey, just so you feel comfortable, here's a weapon, you have a choice, you can use it or not. Is it just to make Tom feel more comfortable in that way?
3: I think, no. To I, be fair, I don't want to have
2: hypotheticals all night. Yeah, let's okay. <laughs> not have hypotheticals all night. I think, I think, that's honestly, my way of answering the question. The poison was probably the best The best weapon given the situation he was in. Okay. Considering she could stop bullets. Mm-hmm. You know, it was obviously a way to probably get in closer to her and and inject her, yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, if I'm going to inject you with something, I, it's obvious I'm not going to shoot you from a certain distance and maybe miss or have someone stop it. I'm it would have been be like, like
3: last episode where where they, remember he brother had his hand <laughs> on Lexi's shoulder and wasn't rubbing it, but it apparently was choking her.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Yeah. Um, so it would have been more like that where like Tom would have put her his arm out on her and then.
0: Okay. Yeah, fine. That's fair. Uh, before we move on, though, I want to talk about how you were, we were talking about something about being dark, and the episode wasn't too dark because it's Steven Spielberg and all that jazz. But when Pope was saying that all the women and children he's had to bury, that was pretty dark, right there.
2: You call so that dark?
0: I, that's dark. I, don't to know if it's da- I mean, I, I, all the people, traumatic. people, traumatic. Okay, traumatic. <laughs> For him, traumatic. <laughs> In yes, Canada. But
2: that means dark.
0: <laughs> eh? <laughs> but I'm, what did you guys think of that? The, it was kind certainly, of brought you back to life about the war that's going on and the real reality of it, that I mean, you've had to bury women and children. You just children. want to
2: talk about Pope. That's okay. We can talk about Pope for a little bit. I will always um, talk about Pope. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, you know what? It, it, again, I think it was just weird because I don't think it was with his character. I want to see his character go that direction, but maybe it's still a shocker to me. Mm-hmm. I guess because he was obviously, he's changing because of Sarah. So I think it just shows that. Uh, I guess in a sense, him wanting to shoot Lexi, wasn't so much a self-serving interest as much as he was in pain over all the people he's buried. So I guess that does show growth, finally, in I think his character. It's
3: that. I, I think it's that. And it's also... Remember he had that speech where you know, I want I want this... Whatever the act is, I want that one act that defines something. And, you know, possibly by getting rid of her, Lexi, mm-hmm. that could have been that one thing at least. Yeah. You know, since he's not getting to go on the on the ship. So either, either way, you know, he's, he's always got two motives in one. He's able to accomplish... Both, usually, or none. So it's never <laughs> when just... he
2: succeeds.
3: He succeeds on both levels. If he fails, he fails no, on both. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. never like he wins on this and loses on the other. No, I get it. Um So, yeah, that's that. <laughs> uh Now, speaking of Pope, Lexi certainly probably doesn't like Pope because he doesn't show up in the dream. <laughs> now, Nando was questioning, no, no. because because they're linked together, Yeah, and Pope was not in the dream, he was off somewhere doing whatever. Well, this was
2: Tom's dream. Let's be clear. This was Tom's dream that Lexi was dreaming at the same time, but it was what Tom desired. Is it? That's what
3: or, or is it a slight combination of the two?
2: Well, it could be a combination of the two, but the way I, the way I thought I heard Tom say, it was like everything that I want. That's why it was. So, that's why it was so perfect for him. I so mean, you come so home, t- everything's done. Uh, your wife wants to have sex with you. <laughs> everything else is going on, and Pope left. I mean, okay, good. Because
0: I, I was a little worried that Lexi was setting up this world for Tom, and she was trying to get him laid in the episode or in the dream. That's for just her. really freaky, right? No, that's what yeah, I was a worried. A so I like no, that theory
2: It was better. Tom's dream. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think Lexi was dreaming that Tom was going to have sex with his wife.
3: Okay, but to be fair, she's, she's she's while she's human, she is of a higher understanding, and she understands that this is what brought her are you into justifying
2: this. Justifying the fact that she wants her parents to have sex. <laughs>
3: On if it were not for Spielberg,
2: sex, she Spielberg, would not exist. Family friendly show, yes. All kids want their What parents creates have sex. family? All kids want their parents to have sex, apparently. They want them to procreate. <laughs> Uh, but I thought it was really interesting that that in the dream they even had that one table scene where everyone's at the table, and I don't know if I saw Pope at that table. No, no.
0: Tom makes a call. And he's like to Anne, "Hey, where's Pope? Oh, Pope left after the spaceship went up. Yeah, yeah. but and that, was before, chuckled, that was before but that was
2: before the dinner. You know, the table and when they showed everybody when he finally right. had that realization with Lexi. They didn't talk about Pope then. That was, that was that was that conversation with Pope was about earlier.
0: Right. So your question is when he realizes it's a dream that that's and, when Pope should have come back in.
2: Uh, my question was: If this was everything that he desired, then in other words, he kind of desires Pope to be completely out of the picture. Yep, that's my that's my thing. That's the long winded, and that he has sex with inclusion. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: That's cool. What? What? Why are you are you waiting for me to fight back about the whole Pope thing? I, no, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I think Pope did you know redeemed himself this entire for this finale. Oh I think. please, constant okay. reader forty two. I, I I read your comment. I agree. I do love. I love capital L O V E Pope. <laughs>
3: um, what did you guys think? You know, and and I know some of Nando's thoughts, and we'll share them with the world. But Roya, <laughs> yes. Um, what did you think of just the dream sequence setup overall?
0: I literally I wrote down in the very beginning. I wrote, "WTF is this a dream?" Because it was too perfect, and why would they skip that whole battle of, oh, you know, Lexi won, she killed the Aspeni.
3: I was interested in seeing how they could have come out of it, because it was so perfect then, and story-wise, you're like, okay, it has to go south. Because, basically, we're, we're at the 30-minute mark of two hours, right? Mm-hmm. And so, it, I just, I really, because of how good it was, I really wanted to see it go so south I- in the next hour and a half. Mm.
0: I was about to get angry if that dream was real because of the whole missing the thing.
2: Well, yeah. The whole fight. I actually was, I was pissed off, too. I was like, oh, great. TNT saving budget costs again. <laughs> They're not going to show us that the moon exploded. They're not going to show us that. By
0: coaches. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's like this whole big battle happened, and Tom Mason was asleep through it, and the commercial breaks over, and that's it. I was I was a little pissed off for a second.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm curious, uh, and this is more for the fans because obviously you guys kind of answered that question. But fans, let us know if you guys thought it was a dream sequence or if it was just like very convenient. <laughs> because here's the thing, you know, as an audience member, you can pick up pretty fast on a dream versus not a dream. Hmm. You know, and especially there's certain shows that employ that technique more than others. So by a certain point, your condition of you're like. This is a dream. I
2: mm-hmm. think I was more likely to think it was a dream, but when Anne's um, arm was in a sling, mm-hmm. that just seemed very... That didn't seem perfect, the fact that Anne's arm was in a sling. So I think that was like a little red herring, if anything, to try and throw people off from thinking it was a dream right away. Okay.
0: Well, in that, and uh, when the map, when he... Uh, talk Not house art Yeah, how was there, I believe, right? Talking about the map with Tom and uh they were just discussing like okay we're here position here and we got to go over here the
2: battle, battle plan
0: like what they did in the first season that too and
2: even pope going away i mean as much as we, as much as maybe maybe tom doesn't want pope around it just seemed like everything was working out uh as if he was as if he was really back
0: the sling didn't matter though when anne wanted to get into bed with tom. no
2: it didn't matter well I, I would hope it didn't matter <laughs> It's just an arm. There's other arm. body parts you use for that kind of stuff. Fair enough. It's a family-friendly show. I'm not going to get into it. <laughs>
3: um, Nando is available to talk via Twitter.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nah. uh, any questions you may
3: have about further topics? Um, uh, you know, yeah. I, I, I did enjoy it. But, yeah, for me, I, I for the most part, I, I was rooting that it wasn't a dream, because I wanted to see how they could get out of it, but I I, I knew deep down that it was, and that's it doesn't bother me. But I, you know, I, I thought they used the technique well. Um, but it's just always one of those things. Like they go to dream sequences a lot. On they do, this and show. that's that's what I'm saying. And and so I liked. I would have preferred maybe that Tom figured out a little bit earlier, like, things are too perfect.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: You know, so then it's like, okay, we, we all know that it's a dream now, Tom, know, and, and we just need to get Tom to understand that, and then boom, we're off to the races after that. Because the rest of it was, was perfect. And mm-hmm. again, I'm not complaining, I'm just pointing out. So
0: you like the fact that Lexi used that as a way to talk and communicate with Tom. Yeah, that was how- the interesting stuff.
2: You know. Well, I mean, at first we thought that this was Lexi's plan by design to, you know, trap Tom in some kind. Even though, even though we know she's good, that there was it seemed for a while this was Lexi's way of talking to Tom, knowing that Tom probably has the poison, knowing that Tom doesn't trust her. But then we found out really when she went to sleep, she just got they just kind of got entwined in this same dream together. So, which is weird.
0: I got so. a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. You can raise your hand. It's okay. Raise Question. your hand for the people okay. on iTunes. Oh. Raise, raise your hand. <laughs> what did you guys think of Lexi with her new hair color?
2: She's hot. She's hot in any hair color. <laughs> I I liked her hair color. She looks a lot. She looked a lot like Moonbloodgood. She looks a lot like her mom. And mm-hmm. in, uh, in with that hair color, so you definitely see the family resemblance.
3: Um, I thought, you know, it, it, it was interesting, and it was uh, in terms of I I was really interested. When, when she said, like, you know, hey, uh, the radiation took away, like, my poison and things like that, I thought that was a good explanation of how she's actually going to be able to live years and years from now, rather mm. than, like, you know, we've always speculated, okay, how long is she going to live if she's, acceler- you know, she's basically lived, what, a year? Mm. And she, she looks like that, what is she, you know, just like three times the rate of a dog.
2: <laughs> well, again, dog ears. don't forget, if this, is, if this dream is everything that Tom desires, it also shows how much he desires her to be normal. How much he desires the uh, alien DNA in her to be gone. Well, so.
3: I don't think, okay, but to, I don't think you could say that. I think he just wants his daughter to have the feeling of normalcy, to have an upbringing of a child that every child should have, you know, stuff like that. Rather than like, oh, I, you're disgusting. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't to have you as a daughter. Mm. She even
0: makes that comment to him, saying, that "I felt more normal than I did when I was a child, or I feel as normal as I was when I was a child." Yeah. Um, but I got a question for you guys about Lexi's outfit Raise during the dream. Raise your hand. Question. Raise okay. my hand. Uh, does <laughs> did she have the Trinity necklace on? Because
2: no, no she did not. Okay. I, don't, I don't believe she did. I wasn't paying attention, but I'm pretty sure. I don't she did. think she did. She had pretty normal clothes. She looked very, very normal overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, she had that leather jacket type thing and jeans. Yeah, stuff that we would never really see her wear in the past. So,
3: um,
2: worse. But I thought that um. Like her whole speech about, I thought it was really, I mean, thematically I thought it was a really, really good episode about a father not trusting his daughter and, and her yeah. saying, you know, that whole sequence when he's looking for, for Lexi and, you know, his other sons are coming up and Lourdes is coming, talk to him, and right before Hal punches him out, uh, I believe somebody, I can't remember which one, somebody says like, she just wants from you what you give your other children when, when they make a mistake. Yeah. Which is forgiveness, which I thought was a really, really, um, amazing. I thought it was really, really well put. I
3: thought, I thought it was pretty funny when he when they kept using Ben and, and Hal as an example of, of kind of just family and bonding because yeah. of what's kind of going on. Oh, because of the triangle? Yeah. <laughs> you know what's perfect family bonding? What? Shopping. Stopping. There you go! Nando guessed it. Roy, <laughs> don't you love when your dad takes you shopping?
0: I love it so much, especially when he pays for it.
3: That's right, and there's no, there's nothing even better than getting savings, um, and you know how you could do that. Wow. there's a lot to shop for, especially especially when it comes to the bonding of a father and a daughter. Shopping can take, you know, you can shop for a lot. Save yourself some hassle. Go to Walmart. Go to Walmart. Shop. It's, it's got everything. Deals. you it's got everything you ever need. Yep. and you know it, it, you're bonding with with your daughter and your father, um, and you get what you need. Now the only question is. Did you save enough money doing that? Right? Because the feeling is great. You've bonded. But did you save money? Well, guess what? Thanks to Walmart's savings catcher, you did. All you have to do is then, as a fat, happy family unit, you drive home. You take that receipt. You go to walmart.com slash savings You put in that receipt, and it automatically computes the discounts. It's like you're, you've hit the jackpot at a casino. It's like you just see the, the numbers line up and you're like, ooh, how much did I save? Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and you get it back in an e-gift card, baby. So that way, now you're ready to go back again.
0: Dude, my dad will always go shopping with me because he loves saving money. That's perfect.
3: It's, it's the perfect cyclical, uh, unity of father and daughter. Hey, dad, guess what we're doing tomorrow night? Walmart. Um, no, and, and it's great because you got, like I said, there. I don't, I can't imagine anything that, you, if you can't get it at Walmart, you probably don't need it.
2: I just like the fact that you're guaranteed to get the lowest prices in town by going to the savings catcher after you buy your product at Walmart and just checking for prices. The nice, I just like that.
3: The, the nice part is, it's, mm-hmm. it's not like you even have to think about it. There's no searching of like, where is the better deal? Because guess what? It'll do that for you! Yeah. It just does it! I don't, I can't
2: explain, everyone's like, wants to know, how do they do it? They just do! That's it. All, but why all you, wanna, you have to do... Why do you want to make sense of the whole thing? Just put your receipt, your Walmart receipt on Savings Catcher and you get some extra money. Yeah. That's right. Go yeah. buy
0: season four, Falling Skies. When,
3: when it's coming out on out, DVD. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. Save money that way too. There you
3: go. Um, so walmart.com slash Savings Catcher. Really bring uh, Tom and, and uh, Lexi, Lexi. Together. Lexi <laughs> together. And you know what? The rest of the family, when they're ready they can we'll do that th- th- yeah we'll do so it as a full yeah. provided,
2: provided Walmart does open up in post apocalyptic uh, Matt will be US. shopping for knives
0: probably yes. he's in better. that world yeah but there's a lot of in, stuff in, we gotta buy
2: in that world yes absolutely
3: um, so alright um, overall you know in terms of this episode it, it had one purpose and to, to show Lexi's humanity mm-hmm.
2: and, and that was it but it was beautiful Pretty it, worked, much. It, it worked out well. Yeah, pretty much. That's that was the focus the whole time, just to show whether or not Lexi can be trusted. And and again, beginning of the episode, nobody really trusted her, especially Tom, which was again weird. But by the end of the episode, now they're one unit and way to way to end the show with the two of them in bed in the cocoon next to each other, which was a little creepy. But <laughs> Well, we we technically
3: bomb. ended we we, we ended with them viewing like okay, we're everything's still a go, yeah, and then there's, there's problems with the bomb.
2: Yes, so we start seeing a little hint that the bomb uh, didn't survive the uh, the whole uh, life support uh, fiasco that they were dealing with.
3: I could have used a little more dun dun dun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? You know what I mean? Like we got the visual, but we we I you know.
2: Well, it was a little confusing. Just going to that that shot was a weird shot at the end. It it, it took us. We had to re- rewind it, rewind it. We had to rewatch it to see uh, to see exactly what they were focused on. We realized it was the bomb and it looked kind of frozen. Yeah, so. Yeah. So there we go. And that yeah. was the end of Space Oddity which was kind of an odd episode but still good.
3: I mean for in the grand scheme of things because of how Lexi and you know they they just needed to bond so they could gain each other's trust so that way when we, you know, shot the moon, which is the mm-hmm. next episode,
0: mm-hmm.
3: we were ready to go when we shoot the moon.
0: One of my favorite lines that they said to each other was Tom goes, "I'm the 25th human to be on mm-hmm. the moon." She goes, "That makes me the 26th." <laughs> it was like a little It was aww. cute. It was a cute moment.
2: Yeah.
3: Shucks. <laughs> yeah, Nando pointed that out as well. He really liked that one. Yeah,
2: very
0: cute.
3: All right. Episode
2: 12. 12.
3: I was going to say 26.
2: <laughs> that was a 26. 99? Don't, don't mess up the number. People get pissed off when you mess up the number. <laughs> um,
3: so we're, 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 we're commencing with the mission. Yes. Got a lot going on back home. And, uh, um, you know, so now that we've skipped, because of the last episode, we didn't really get too much of what's actually going back home. We got the presence of everybody, but we didn't see. We kind of see, you know, everyone's still scouting, everyone's on edge, what's going to happen. Well, we see that shot of Dingan right
2: away.
0: I just kept thinking of last week's prediction when you were like, Dingan's going to be gone. He's going to go. And I was like, no! This can't happen! No! This was. This (laughs) could have been his episode. Denny went. Denny's. But she's gone. Yeah, because well, even yells, Denny, no, and then it cuts to the yeah. But Denny, scars.
2: Denny wasn't as much of a major character, so bye Denny. well, there
0: goes Ben's love interest potential. I know,
2: I know, right? <laughs>
3: um, well, I want to cut to this because we've been predicting it so long. Um, Hal, at least you have. You were always very nervous of Hal Roya, and so when. Okay, the, the, it's a two. Point. What what I like about this this process, if you will, is that it combines sharks, tremors.
0: Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> like
3: yeah, it's like okay, well, we need something to hold them. Okay, let's do fog because then we can have look like it could be like sharks slash tremors stuff that's going yes. through the ground slash water, and uh, it's just a cool added element that they cannot move. Mm-hmm. Done.
0: Yeah. I, the whole time I was like tremors. Oh my god, and they're getting on top of a bus. And then when uh, Pope and Ding-On go on top of the crates, I'm like, that's not gonna work, man. Have you not seen tremors? They're gonna break it down.
2: Well, that first girl, that uh, I have no idea who that girl was. Oh. I was, I was happy to see she had a line in there at the end. I guess they, they she was obviously the red shirt. Yeah, when, she was just the sacrificial lamb. The, the fog starts coming and she starts uh-huh. walking toward the fog, like pretty. It's like you just saw this <laughs> yeah. you just saw this big giant alien looking egg type bomb fall on fall yeah. to the earth and now fog's coming out of it and these spikes and everything and you're walking toward the fog. Well
0: and after Dingon just said there was fog and yeah. then some cement like stuff following afterwards. Well
2: that's why she didn't have a quick She's, life. Yeah, she didn't, have, <laughs> she didn't have a long life. That's why.
0: When I saw it on the show I'm like why is she in the shot? What's important about yeah, it her? It was so obvious the it. second yeah. we saw
2: the first second. All right. The, they, they need to kill somebody. So they brought this extra. Show, show she got some. her SAG card and got to say a <laughs> line or two. And that's it.
3: She had some good lines. Well, she did a prayer, didn't she? She just prayed. She did a prayer. She did, she did and did like, the, like cross out. And she then, the equivalent of Christ. You know, through the power of Christ. I will not be. <laughs> you right, will not come close. <laughs> <Put> close. <laughs> pretty much. I enjoyed I did enjoy that. That, that was great.
2: She was cute. <laughs> keyword was was keyword.
3: Uh, I mean, as a human being, she's still around. I
2: know. As a character, she looked not like so much. an actress, I know, but uh, I don't think it was. I think I think that actress that I know wouldn't be doing that. One. Okay. So yeah, I have to look her up. I'm Got gonna look it. it up now.
3: You do that. <laughs> While Nando is doing that, um, <laughs> let, let's continue talking about Earth, and then we'll talk about the Moon and 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 coaches and, and then the rest of them. film. Um, Anne really kind of takes on the role of Tom Mason in the sense of just protecting everybody. Mm. You know, no matter what. Yeah. She finds her flamethrower. She went badass. She, Yeah.
0: When I saw it, I was like, damn, (laughs) Anne. Good job. But when Pope was yelling to save, sorry, save. Everyone got mad at Pope. Yeah. I was like, Anne, he's trying to tell you not to go into the fog. Don't tell him to shut up. But she came by with the flamethrower to save Matt and Hal, or not Hal, uh, Weaver.
2: Well, yeah, that was, that was weird. I thought it was weird too that it's like Pope's the only person that actually yells to people to be careful, and people are like shut up. <laughs> so uh, I thought that was a little weird. But then Dean Gunn kind of said that really awesome line. It's like, "Well, like you actually uh, ran away when I told you not to come, but instead you went forward without thinking, like you always mm-hmm. do." <laughs> so uh, which I, thought I, was I really do like that about. Pope was like. Yeah, you're yeah, right. You're right, I do that. <laughs> I got us in this mess. Yeah, you're right.
3: But also just the greater reflection of like, yeah, I, 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 I do tend to do that, don't <laughs> I?
2: Yeah. I mean, what I liked and didn't like about this whole sequence about about this Ashveni bomb uh that turns people into skitters and this I mean, it was a really cool new enemy weapon type thing to go and it was a little, it was very horror oriented with the fog coming Mm -hmm. in and like I said, somebody, one or two people like walking toward it like idiots and getting caught and how, you know, you can't really run away from it. It was just really freaky and creepy, but, um, and I like the fact that, you know, we saw throughout the episode, you know, people getting attacked. When, when Hal first got stuck, he was the first one to get stuck. I'm like, uh-oh, I don't think Hal's gonna make it. And then all of a sudden, uh, everyone started getting stuck. So I figured, okay, Hal's probably gonna make it, but it looks like someone might not. So it was a really good season finale in which it seemed like everybody's life is in danger, not just Tom and Lexi, cause they were on this, you know, this yeah. mission. It looked like everyone, everyone could have died. But then again, mm-hmm. then again, in the end, no one really died, um, other than possibly well, Lexi. But. Well, I thought Daniel
3: was going to be our first casualty, mm-hmm. apart from you know the, the power of Christ compels you. Um,
2: <laughs> apart from a minor character never coming back again, only one scene. <laughs> um, but Pope out of nowhere, <laughs> ew! <laughs> ah, he just he did it. That's uh that's his redeeming moment, biting a vein or some yeah. kind of like umbilical cord, umbilical cord of that creepy Selfless leech act. thing, yeah, and getting all that stuff in his yeah. mouth. I'm surprised like he didn't get infected in some kind of way.
0: Even so. in his his comment to Dingon, like you owe me for this. Yeah,
2: I can't believe <laughs> I did that even, for you. I, <laughs> I think he said, I can't believe I did that for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: But he still had Dingon still had the thing on him, the little critter, and that's when. um Sarah. Sarah! Yeah, Sarah comes to the rescue. And the return of Sarah. Pope is trying to tell her how to shoot. And she goes, shut up or I'm going to shoot you. That <laughs> like, was great. I love that little... You've
2: got to love the banter between those two. Yeah. That's, that's what makes that coupling appealing. Did you yeah, guys think she was
0: going to hit her mark? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, because I think if she didn't and she killed Dingon, that would be a really <laughs> weird storyline to start going.
0: Not shooting Dingon, but if she missed in the critter got onto him. Yeah
2: but then still it would be kind of like her fault that, that yeah. Dingon died because she had an opportunity to save him and she didn't so. Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah, it, it wouldn't have worked and I, it was just so comedic the back and forth between like
2: thank you! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah what do you expect me
0: to say thank you? Psh, thank
3: you! <laughs> so yeah. that was kind of cool.
0: I like them together. Sarah and Pope.
3: Um, there was a lot of foreshadowing, you know. We, in terms of talking about the first episode, we talked about the poison a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I forget exactly at this point where it happened, but with the with Matt and the knife and the, um, but obviously that was a foreshadow or it, it came into play later, right? They always say like, hey, if you are gonna have a gun, go act, off in Act Three. You better introduce it in Act One. And they did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the the only problem is I got I was in, I was really worried because with a knife you only have one. Mm -hmm. And how, you know, uh, with, uh, in the Ben, how Maggie scenario, there was like, again, using the sharks as a reference, we saw like three, two, definitely two, but it could have been three, like, of these things kind of swarming around the, the bus. So I was like, okay, if he's only got one of these knives and he threw it, you know, even six feet away, how's he Mm going to get back the knife to protect him further on?
0: Well, my question was with that, like, yeah, why couldn't he stab the critter, but at the same time, when they touch you, does it paralyze you? Because Dingon wasn't able to pull it off. Yeah, so he I'm seemed paralyzed. It paralyzes you.
2: It seemed. It seemed like he's paralyzed, like you know, being attacked or something. So, so. maybe
0: that was the best bet: was to throw the knife.
3: Hey, I'm not saying it wasn't. I'm just saying, what if there were more?
0: There was more.
3: <laughs> there was more, but then that's when <laughs> but they ended. went after. Yeah, we- yeah they, they also went after Weaver more than him.
2: Yeah or maybe cuz pope was busy yelling they just were all going for pope and gone. yeah yeah
3: it's definitely you know it's like uh, again tremors it's when you make more noise than someone who's still they'll go after the person who's making noise cause, mm-hmm. by the way if you haven't seen tremors this is, this is not good. at all interesting <laughs> to you
2: um, then go see tremors <laughs> it's a great i've
3: you know all the, i all Kevin the movies Bacon. i've seen them it's the and tremors one is it's amazing it really is for what it, you know i enjoyed it thoroughly mm-hmm. I see it like twice a year.
2: Oh wow, it's really that that good, that good huh? <laughs> that great. I don't know. I trying, I'm trying to think of any movies I, I'm willing to see twice a year. Fair enough. I don't know. That's good. Your favorite porno doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you go there? Um.
3: Oh, anyway. God. All right. <laughs> so, uh, what else can be said about? I mean, there's there's a lot of action, but there's not.
0: Well, after a while, Hal and Maggie and mm-hmm. Ben are sitting on the bus. Did you guys notice that Maggie was in the middle between them versus Hal being in the middle, like, going Maggie, Hal, Ben? Mm-hmm. It went, Hal, Maggie, Ben. It could have been an easy, random order. What did you guys think about that order? You obviously did not think about that.
2: No, I what? didn't put that much thought into it. Because that love triangle a, a, is
0: still there, then.
3: <laughs> well, what, what do you think about where Hal says, so like, hey, I want to be best, you're my best friend, and that's what we're going to be right now? Um Yeah. So they, seem they, to have they didn't that.
0: conclude
3: that storyline just yet. Hmm. You're looking at me as if they did. So why did it? How did it? Conclude?
0: No, I'm looking at you like I missed something in this episode.
2: Well, yeah, they had that little conversation in the very beginning when Hal and Maggie were walking, saying, "Okay, we're friends. Yeah, yeah, you're my best friend." And, but it, it seemed like it seemed like they were breaking up in a way, but they were like breaking up very amicably.
3: Well, Hal was doing the breaking up.
2: Hal was doing the breaking up, but Maggie seemed okay with it. And even like some of that banter, you know, with Hal saying, yeah, like I should trust you too. Oh, look at this. I (laughs) I thought that was kind of more like a, like a really, it was um, was almost very Pope-like or or very like, you know, like roguish-like. He's just throwing these lines that were kind of funny. Yeah.
0: When he says, what are you guys doing up there filing your taxes? That's a Pope line for sure. Yeah. He was just saying,
2: (laughs) yeah, that was a very Pope-like line. But, uh, yeah, I just felt like, but
3: he could have gone, he could have been so bitter about like, Are you kidding me?
2: (laughs) Come on. Save me here. Yeah, but I don't, for some reason, I feel like if anything, that whole scene with the three of them just solidifies that they ultimately are getting along and they're they're moving along in this relationship where there may still be a triangle. Mm -hmm. Things may happen next season, but uh, at least for the moment, they know that when... They can't share her? They can't share. No. Come on. You you really want you want Lexi dreaming about her parents having sex. You want them brother, share, brother sharing brother husbands. Brother husbands. Brother husbands. <laughs> this isn't uh this is defiance where you have two more than one husband.
0: Um Is that what happens on that
2: show? married well, one of, why the, they have to one get of married? the characters that have that.
0: Why do they have to get married? Why can't they just be the togethers?
2: <laughs> anyway,
3: but but <laughs> I, I'm forward. surprised <laughs> I, I really wanted this storyline in some sort of way to be concluded or like leave a big cliffhanger. And we didn't really get that, did we? For this no. episode? Not for this episode. Yeah, we, we did. We not where Tom is again. No, no, with the no.
0: triangle. Oh, oh no, the triangle, with the, with the, sorry.
3: Yeah, we're yeah. talking specifically the love triangle.
0: Uh, Well, we're still at it. Well, the lights lit up with Ben and Maggie. Maybe that was a little. Their connection's still strong. Cliffhanger? I'm reaching now. Yeah, you are. Yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> I wanted, you're in like, my way. <laughs> I'm trying to reach. I'm just
3: kidding. I wanted one thing, you know, that I can, like, hang my hat on.
2: I think there'll I'm, be more next season, but I think that wasn't the most important storyline. So at least we see the three of them are working together, and there might be a little, still a little trust issue here and there, but ultimately they sort things out. Ultimately, again, w- w- without beating it, you know, in the ground. I mean, I don't see any. Uh, ultimately, this is a, a, a show about family, and even though these two brothers might be fighting over the same girl, they ultimately realize that they get to work together. It's not a Cain Cain v- versus Abel type of thing where one's going to end up killing the other. I doubt that.
0: I'm just happy Hal is alive for the next season. And that my theory that Ben and Hal would have had that life and death situation, Yeah, I'm glad that did not happen. Well, mm-hmm. I, there was a life and death situation, but it wasn't up to Ben them. to save him. Yeah. yeah,
2: it wasn't between them.
0: He um, saved him.
3: Got but, it. Anyway, so everyone's safe on Earth. We uh, Matt is going to con- probably continue his rebellious streak because he's getting good with knives and all this other stuff. So it's going to be interesting to see him learn um meanwhile by the way there was that great reference of you know siding with stalin versus hitler Another <laughs> lexi un- was lexi <laughs> was stalin in this scenario another, which is yeah, amazing
2: another another uh u.s history uh lesson within the lessons of of within the episodes of falling skies
3: yeah. I'm obviously very obvious but not you know I, I, I always like when they go a little bit more clever yeah like, do you remember in the, uh, the blah 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 battle of blah blah? blah? I love how it's not even
2: Tom that brings this up now. It's Weaver. Weaver actually brought that up, so it's not even Tom, the the history professor. Well, that's just. But now that's other how people, emotional Tom was. Yeah.
3: Um, okay, so speaking of emotion, you know, cutting to the middle, middle of everything, right? We land, blah blah. There's something wrong. We get discovered, and Lexi starts lying. Or at least we think she is lying. That hey, you know what? I tricked him. I brought him to you. Blah blah. Were we nervous?
2: Was Tom nervous? Mm-hmm.
3: Apparently not, because he he knew what he had to do right then and there.
2: So you're saying when the reveal happened with the Overlord, uh, with the burnt Overlord? I don't yes. know what we're calling him. And Mira,
3: Robo-com- and Mira,
2: and and Mira as his uh, as his hardest kid. So we see she's totally gone over to the uh, to their side, so to speak. Uh, and then Lexi to try and save Tom ends up saying, I brought him just like you said. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, she was trying to protect herself at the same time because she was going to get burned alive because that's what
3: the necklace, which by the way, that's the weapon, right? See, that was the weapon,
0: the necklace that's what I I feel like I mentioned something about that last week to you not like haha I mentioned it but I'm just saying like haha <laughs> 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 <Like, laughs> like, there you go I thought there of, you maybe it has to do with the necklace go. or something she's wearing that that's her power
3: well see that's why we watch all the episodes so mm-hmm. that way in retrospect it's easier <laughs>
2: <laughs> absolutely um, so I thought it was an interesting ploy, but again, kind of like what you said earlier with that big question. We know that she's good already. I think it was a pretty obvious. But in that, in that moment, a,
3: Tom, Tom could have very much been like, "You've
2: got to be kidding me! I you just, evil mother!" I, I just feel nothing against nothing against the actress who plays Lexi. I because I, I think that was her intention. But when Lexi was saying, "I see, I brought him," just like you asked, it just seemed like a really bad acting job. Like, even even the Overlord was kind of like, that's why the Overlord still wanted to burn her. It was like, yeah, right, okay, I know, you've been playing double agent a little too much. Kay. That's what I got out of it. Okay. Yeah.
3: Do you think if we put in, sprinkled some lines about brother wanting to plot against this brother that maybe we could have, you know, torn some heartstrings of this, I don't know what to call, I'm just going to keep calling them, they're both brothers. Yeah. Wow. So you know, you're just gonna have to listen to where I'm ping ponging. So the the brother that is alive, the burned brother, yes, would have been like, oh, yeah. Now I see why you killed him. Mm. Good. Oh yeah, good for you. All right, you are on our side. No,
0: no, I, I that think would have made he,
3: it more interesting. No, no.
0: All right. I don't think, I think his worse. mission was to kill Lexi, regardless.
2: Well, because he, he obviously his mission was to inflict pain on eliminate the Tom anomaly. anomaly. Well, eliminate the anomaly, but really just more to inflict pain onto Tom Mason, as much pain as he got from being burned by Tom. So can't kind of uh, let go of
0: that grudge, man. He can't let go of that <laughs> grudge,
2: and he wants to kill his weapon, His well, even though his weapon has free will and is doing her own thing, he's willing to kill Lexi to do it.
0: He obviously didn't pay that much attention to Tom to realize that his weakness is not his child, it's not Lexi, it's his other family members, that would have been a perfect way to torture tom
2: well if he was paying attention to the episode before that maybe yeah. he would have seen
0: Jeez, that. come on yeah brother
2: and maybe if just in general he was
3: paying attention he would have gotten stabbed
2: he would yeah if he was paying if he was present to the actual situation turning his back on tom he wouldn't have uh, i mean he didn't know he was having a syringe of poison that tom had in case uh, lexi goes bad but uh but oh, that's yeah. what
0: he used that's yes. what he used the poison i thought he grabbed a and went like this and jabbed him with it. Okay. No, I, that's why so they
3: set up the lishes. whole thing. That's why they set up that whole
2: poison.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Okay. did you
2: think it was weird
0: the, I did. the, the <laughs> colors
2: that like he, he his skin started turning into this weird? I just like, thought belly he was in
0: thing? a lot of pain. <laughs> from bleeding out or something. No,
2: that's why it was it was poetic because <laughs> he was
3: that? supposed to kill Lexi with it, but instead Lexi lies and therefore he is able to use what would that which would have killed Lexi yeah. to kill this.
2: Otherwise, the poison makes no sense. Why would you just talk about poison? They brought it up twice. They brought it up when Hal first did the, uh, gave it to Tom, and then
0: Weaver. That was in the first episode. Or the okay, first but episode, that's he why it.
3: they reminded us when Hal and Weaver, you know, they had that. They made a big point of it, like, and he
0: took the poison.
3: Yeah,
2: and Weaver like, gave it to him. Yeah,
3: and he took the poison.
0: I thought it was just to judge Tom's character.
3: Well, yes, but that's why it was significant, because (laughs) it was supposed to judge him, and by leaving that judgment, it made an impression upon you, the viewer, to remember it, so that when
2: he stabbed him, you would be like, oh! Everything's intentional. Okay. (laughs) We need to have a meeting before these shows, (laughs) just to make sure we know what Roya knows. That is, yeah, next time. Just, you know, next time.
0: <sighs> well, well that answers so many questions. I'm like, wow, what a right? coincidence for Tom to have a knife to jab him with. Maybe you
2: just aren't present when Pope does all these really dumb things. Yeah, I don't. And pay that's attention. why you love Pope so, mm-hmm. Pope so much. I just pay
0: attention to Pope. Yes. Right, nope. <laughs> no, 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 but okay.
2: <laughs> that,
0: <laughs> no, no, no that, that's great to Pope. know that. that explains awesome, perfect. So why wasn't Mira <laughs> in pain? Because don't the harness kids feel the pain? Because remember when the, he got burned first? the yeah. Harness kids were like ah. Miriam did That's not That's a good react. question. I don't she know exactly. She ran away.
2: She ran away. So, I don't
3: know. Well, we didn't really see her much after that. Yeah, so really. Who knows what happened to her? She
2: I ran. think she just ran off and maybe she suffered in pain. I, I think for the purpose of the story, she wasn't getting saved. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> for the purpose of the story, they just kind of let that one slide. Yeah. That's what I would
3: think. Um, And, but, Burn, brother, leaves one last act of... Uh, def- sabotage, sabotage. Yeah. yeah one or the other uh, and, and ruins uh, everything and so now Lexi has to become the sacrifice Yes, He's I knew that was going to happen
0: I was just waiting for it uh, didn't know it was the, the needle but I knew it was, she was going to have to sacrifice
3: <laughs> I really wanted her to be more of like just, just absolute just anger and be able to just take out everything and blow it up from kind like which way. she did
2: from Earth but it, they pretty much explained it
0: do you, yeah. So do you think the she reason why she couldn't destroy the brother herself with her own power is because he had that metal thing on? Do you no. think that protected him?
2: No, because she wasn't on Earth, and she said her powers revolve, uh, you know, yeah, but, they work with gravity.
0: Right, and she said she adjusted the ship to be gravity level.
3: Yeah, so, but he also had control of the necklace.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah. Oh. I mean, we didn't, really see, we didn't really see her have any powers. I think most of her powers were also just maintaining the ship, so maybe... Maybe to do that and do other things too. She
0: can't multitask, I guess.
2: Maybe not multitask. Maybe also she can't control her powers sometimes when she gets really angry and the last thing she needs to do is blow a hole in the hull. That's so, funny. I mean, there could be
0: a lot of reasons. I I, this entire episode made, or two episodes made me really like Lexi mm-hmm. and for her to have to sacrifice that made me really sad. Well, I think that's I a big question. Back.
2: I think that's a big question. I mean, we, we definitely see, uh, the ship that she was uh, piloting, uh, you know, run into, ram into the station and mm-hmm. cause the station to explode. We definitely saw that. So, I mean, I, you know, I, for all intents and purposes, she should be dead. Here's the thing
3: everything sounds, this was, right, this was the kind of the only cliffhanger we're left with. And every, uh, all the other pieces are so well tied together, right? It's all about family unity. Coaches makes up with his father for, <laughs> come on, Baba. And, uh, well,. Again. Baba, G- gotta, <laughs> gotta love family. Fa-queen. Families
2: are the largest. fucking <laughs> Baba. <laughs> faqueen. Faqueen. I think it was Faqueen.
0: Faqueen. So, I, yeah. <laughs> I know it sounds.
2: I know it sounds worse than it. I, I, I. didn't mean to say it like that.
0: But Baba. <laughs> I think that's how
3: it was. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we're. You know, it will work that well. So I, I don't think this is the last we've seen of Sea,
0: No.
2: Yeah, I don't think so either. I hope not. Scarlett burns cute. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, I, what, she can fawn over Hal and Pope. I could fawn over people like Lexi. Okay. And the girl that died. And and
0: the the girl, girl that died.
2: It was kind of cute. Um, that was So let's, <laughs> talk, let's talk
3: about the cliffhanger specifically, unless there's any other stuff that. Yes. She's raising her
0: hand. What did you guys, sorry. What did you guys think of when Matt, when Coaches <laughs> came out to tell him, hey, uh, so Tom's gone. And Matt runs him. No, you said you would save him. Like, what was he doing? And he was, and it was a, mad it, he was punching, but come on, Matt. You just killed a little squid with a knife. You punched Pope in the face. You know how to physically hit somebody. Why are you throwing a tantrum on his body?
2: So his dad died. And somebody who he had faith in who kind of told him that everything would be okay what if is like, the one so him. stupid. <laughs> I, so you're telling me, why did he react that way about his dad dying?
0: Yeah, Hal didn't act that way. Ben didn't act that way.
2: So, like an 11-year-old kid.
0: He's supposed to be a soldier now, okay?
2: He's 13 now. Oh, he's 13 yeah. now? I've just
3: been no, That was the whole thing about he's a I rebellious mean, teenager. Come on.
2: I, I, okay, I, I didn't know. I, I, we want to put a lot of weight on this scene. Let's put a lot of weight on no, this scene. So, you know, let's see. He's in the middle of a war. He's pissed off. He just lost his dad. I don't know. What's his motivation? This is the second
0: time what's he almost motivation? lost his dad, though. I,
2: well, so he should be used to by now. He should yes. just be stiff. He should just be like, oh, okay. <laughs> Can I go shoot somebody now? Somebody not like that I know can I go shooting an alien?
0: I just mean they yeah. all knew this mission was not gonna was a very high chance of not returning. So
2: if any character out of that group should be really, thing, off. I think
0: I think for, <laughs> you know what's always interesting to me for
3: the, for as big a hail mary as this was to begin with, without Lexi, right? <laughs> Even they had quite high hopes that everyone like this would go off without a hitch. Yeah, like it's one of those thing, it, it's really? called the hair they did like mm. all we gotta do right it's the it was like put the lime in the coconut like it was just like <laughs> all we gotta do is fly up then do this then put the bomb and then it'll blow up and then we'll come down to earth like and, and it, it was around. just like yeah what could go wrong me and Ben we got this thank, like, thank goodness
0: no you showed up <laughs>
2: I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't think of it that way because I think everybody, first of all, when they were going on that ship, everyone still didn't trust Lexi. So I think they still knew things might go wrong, they just had hope that it wasn't going to. They weren't thinking about the worst case scenario.
3: To be fair, they thought more things would go wrong now that Lexi was on the ship than had it been
2: <laughs> just Tom and Ben. That's kind of true, actually. Yeah, I, I, I that's fine. Like, what could go true. wrong with Tom and Ben? Yeah, they're fine. Yeah, Tom they,
0: and Ben. They put duct tape on the outside of the ship that was cracked. that will be fine. Put a little spit on it. It'll be fine. <laughs>
2: yeah. Put a little Windex on it. It'll be fine. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> did you that's guys? That's my
2: uh, I, Greek, whatever. That that's. Uh,
0: <laughs> I my question for you guys is, and That'd I'm not raising my hand line. for it. Uh, at the end, when Tom, it looks like Tom's kind of like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna die. Probably, I'm gonna look at this picture of my family one last time. This is the first time we actually see a photo of his wife, correct? No. No? no? When did we see it before?
2: I believe we saw it, well, not uh, this season, absolutely, but I believe we saw it a while back.
0: Okay, because that yeah, means they like, yeah, had to cast to the actress. So I wonder, do you think she's going to play a role in the final season? No. No. No, you think she's dead? She's no. dead.
2: I, I, dead like, I'm pretty like sure I've son? seen that. I'm pretty sure I've seen that photo before and there was, if she came back to life, that would just, after four seasons, if they found a way to bring her back to life. And we
3: just married Anne and Tom. And we just married on. Anne and Tom. And we about to have a second wedding.
0: Another triangle. No, TNT that's... loves drama.
2: Boom. Mm, no. Royal loves confusing
3: people. I do. So, yeah, I'd say no. Uh, Why can't we just have a wedding no. between Pope and Sarah? No, that's, that's, d- d- okay. that's
0: that Okay. Yeah. That was very snuggly, what they did when they survived, and Pope and Sarah just put their face together. <laughs> that was snuggly. You cannot tell me that was not cute. Very cute. Come um, on, say it snuggly. <laughs> <laughs> here, uh, here's the
2: rails, and here's Royal right over here. <laughs> just um, no. Okay. The last last shot of season
3: four
2: the last oh, shot we yeah
0: of, the mirror shot yes yeah. that the, whole
2: last scene, which yeah. seemed like a dream sequence, but obviously it seems like Tom is on a ship because when he opened up the the, the shades or, or the uh, curtains, he saw stars and it was uh, like
0: a ghost-like thing.
2: Well, it was just all these lights, but it looked really Matrix. like... It, it looked kind of like fake lights to me. I don't know why. That that effect looked kind of fake, fakey to me. Like, what? like It wasn't real? Was I'm just kidding. I just meant it looked more like a Hollywood set to me than actually looking out in space. Yeah. But, uh But anyway, yeah, when he when uh, we see that really weird shot of this out-of-focus alien as a female voice, and... The words, the last words of the season, the words out of Tom's mouth as he's looking at this alien that was the reflection of is, "You're beautiful, you, you're beautiful." Yeah, <laughs> I think that was literally the inflection. That was a weird. Yeah, I think I think he did a better job or than was me. It you, you're beautiful. Okay,
0: um. so I thought it was interesting. I really like to confuse you guys. It's so fun.
2: So what what do you guys think? Uh... Who is this alien? Is it is it uh Well, I think it's time for
3: extended predictions because we're heading into season 5. Mm.
1: And now you're your
2: after Buzz TV predictions.
3: The final season. The war is winnable. It is. The war, we just have
2: the war is not over till it's over.
3: It's not over till it's over, yes. but I believe How many episodes have we got? 13, 12, 10. Like gonna what give are we a, I'm
2: not giving a number anyway
3: the final season Confusing
2: the final countdown
3: season five um, you know something has to give and uh, yeah well, I is well, she, she's gonna be the main villain I think she's got to be the main villain
2: yeah I mean well first of all I, I think it's it's meant to be said that this was a uh, if you look at the season as a whole it definitely shows a major turning point uh, this final episode, especially in the war. It does seem like, uh, more, more so last season when the Volm came down and, uh, and saved them. It looked like they had a teammate. It, it looked like they had someone else to fight, but they wanted to do all the fighting instead of the humans. So, this one finally looks like this was a major, major blow. This, you know, blowing up the moon base really crippled Dias So, and, I think, so, I, well, I was gonna say, I think that this female is kind of like the queen. Like a, a like a queen bee, like a queen and this bee. is the real, and just like we thought the skaters were the main enemy, and then we found out it was the Eshveni, it seems like maybe the men Ashveni were the soldiers, but the queen one is really the um powerful the one. one, yeah
3: okay and w- to me, what's interesting, um you know I, th- I think throughout this whole season, we've been questioning Tom's leadership, and how cool would it be? If right, the last line is "You're beautiful." If all of a sudden he turned and became kind of not not necessarily Lexi, but like just infatuated with this this creature. Forget the rest of you know the Ashwini, but with with this entity. Mm-hmm. And then they had to save Tom. What if Tom was the one who had who loses all hope, loses all faith, loses all his humanity? All that. I think that's a fight good. for Tom.
2: Plus, it also adds into Hal's story arc of slowly becoming the leader. Yes, and maybe even for a couple of other characters to step up a little bit. So, yeah, even Pope
3: and Anne, Anne would be so mad. She'd be like,
2: "Uh uh-uh. uh." And Anne too, because Anne's become this season in particular. Anne became a lot more of a badass. Mm-hmm. She did a lot more of a badass. So.
0: What do you guys think is going to be a theme for Season 5? Because this season was World War Two. What do you think is going to be a history lesson for Season 5? Was,
2: was this one World There was War a lot two? of
0: World War II references. I guess, I guess Hitler Youth Camp. I don't know, know if it was Stalin a theme. And Hitler.
2: Yeah, I don't know if it was a theme, but yeah, it makes <laughs> sense, actually. Mm. No, it kind of makes sense. Um, I, I just kinda, didn't think of it. I didn't think uh, of it.
3: The Iraq War, Vietnam, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Vietnam, we didn't do so good. No, so I, just, I don't know. We want to use that as an example. I, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't or know. What,
0: history lesson. It doesn't have to be a war. What do you think would be the history lesson for season five? That don't they will... fall
3: in love with your enemy.
2: <laughs> I don't know. But I do like your prediction about Tom perhaps losing all hope. And really, the, the ending is to save, you know, everyone bonding together to save Tom. Although I don't think that's the end game because, you know, obviously the, this is the battle for the planet. And it's got to conclude next season. So I think Mm -hmm. there's got to be more than just saving Tom. But Tom becomes a part of it, I think. Yeah, but,
3: okay, without spoiling everything, um, in Heroes, save the cheerleader, save the world. Remember that tagline, season one? Uh Save Tom, save the world. Oh, okay.
2: (laughs) Maybe, that's possible. Yeah.
3: I I just think think it's so intertwined and, like, everyone, it seems like all of uh, leadership has been going after Tom for so long.
2: I just hope that somebody, I, I, they teased it this episode and I actually, you know, we thought Dingan was gonna go, we thought Weaver was gonna go at one point. Uh, I just can't, kinda wanna see, I think for, uh, can, you know, at one point in the next last episode they said we had 200 people and now we're down to 20. Mm-hmm. Which I think mm-hmm. was a lie that last scene had over 20 people in it. But, <laughs> but anyway, we have yet to really see a major character, I mean the, the biggest character who probably died is Lourdes and we saw Qatar go down. I wouldn't consider him major. Um you know, and and I think the the most expendable ones might be Weaver or dingan honestly. So I was surprised they didn't go. But well, I love to see some go. I I think Weaver could go. Yeah.
3: Um. I think Ding could he can easily go in like episode five six.
2: I'd love to see one of the Mace I I, I don't when I say I'd love to just for the purposes of actually making the you know, story it would real. Suck, but would love what to see it could, one of the could be go.
3: poetic. What Maggie?
2: Oh, Maggie,
3: that would yeah. be poetic.
2: And and again, I don't think Lexi's dead.
3: I don't, I don't. I don't think, think she can be dead dead at, at all. Yeah, no. Yeah, she's okay. our only female like um, child. She can't yeah. be that. Yeah. Unless we make a new one, which you know that that would be too sad. Like that's just a replacement, yeah. literally. Absolutely, we can't have that. I, I, yes. Amanda.
2: I, I, I want to know what Roya has to say. That's oh, why yay. I raised my hand.
0: Yay! Well, I was in, going back to when I said the wife, Tom's wife, coming back in. I don't yeah. think she'll come back in in present time. I think they might go in a flashback and. Show her in that sense. Of I think
2: they did have a flashback with her, didn't they? In that weird we Inception her? dream? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did. That was a good episode. That was a great. In the Inception scene. It well, did.
0: I think it's going to happen again. So,
2: way to predict something that already <laughs> happened. Ah, they
3: to right. tie
0: everything in. So, that's when they're going to do it.
3: <laughs> we need more, I would love more Inception type episodes. Anyway, I would too. That has been season four with 12 episodes instead of the normal 10 of Falling Skies. They have been wonderful, they have been crazy. Uh, we've we've retained our humanity in that we've kept it silly <laughs> <laughs> despite the seriousness
2: this is a very silly episode for us
3: um, Nando where Velasquez for further questions on procreation where can the people find
2: you? <laughs> do not ask me about procreation but you can find me on twitter at nandovel n-a-n-d-o-v-e-l on instagram as well that's
3: true Nando knows nothing about procreation
2: <laughs> Roya Can't win.
0: (laughs) You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Heyroy. That's H E Y R O Y A.
3: And uh, follow us here on AfterBuzz TV on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Big shout out to Falling Skies and TNT. We do know um, a lot of the actors. Whether it's Drew, whether it's uh, Sarah, um, or whoever else, you know they're in support of the show. One thing to mention: the Falling Skies video game coming out September two thousand fourteen.
2: That was a little news and gossip, I guess, right?
3: Uh, let us know. Uh, go pick it up. Let us know in the comments of what, what you know, what buy you it think at of Walmart. it. But there you yeah, go. You can
2: buy that one at Walmart.
3: Get yourself some uh, Walmart.com/savings. Catch save yourself some money by getting the video game. Get yourselves the season DVDs. I'm curious. let it continue the conversation. We've got a whole year before the series finale um, it's been a wonderful season we want to thank you again we, we do this because we love the show and we love you guys the fans um, it will be sad without you my Sundays will be a little bit darker but the fa- but the sky will brighten eventually okay. see you next season
1: from executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro Phil Svitek and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network
3: This After Show is brought to you by Walmart Savings Catcher. Walmart's new Savings Catcher is the simple and easy way to save. Just go to walmart.com slash savings catcher to enter your receipt.